Hello, welcome. My name is Russ Shaw. This is episode 97, The Fifth Commandment, part one. This is the story of my old man, just like his father before him. I'm telling you to do anything you can, so you don't end up just like them. Yes, that is Good Charlotte with the story of my old man. True story with the the twins there that uh, dad left them, man, and they wrote uh, this song. Not to dishonor their father, but to just tell it how it is and to talk about what hurts in life. And I love music that will um, be real, that will go to the heart of uh, maybe where we learned some lessons and where we flow out of. Anyway, I'm just kind of getting right into it, aren't I? My name is Russ Shaw. The show is ASI, Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. Starting the music out, man, it's just, uh, yeah, that song is, is brutal and real. Um, got another song for you just after this one. Uh, this is the Fifth Commandment, talking about honoring your mother and father. Uh one of the most difficult commandments again for me that I'm working on and trying to repent of more and more um, love my mom and dad uh, they both live on opposite sides of the country right now and uh, don't really like each other much but uh, that's just kind of how it is and dealing with how it is is what I'm, I'm here to talk about today so anyways getting into some announcements uh, my email address is russ at ASI247.org if you uh, want to send me an email to talk about this, to dialogue about this, to get real about some of this. Um, if anything's making sense to you or if uh, if you don't agree, please uh, send me an email. Love to hear from you. Um, you can Facebook me. Uh, send me a message on Facebook or you can add me as a friend on Facebook. Um, I guess I wanted to clarify that. I got a email from a listener who was a bit confused about my relationship with Facebook, uh, messaging, and email. Um, if you, the best way to, to get a hold of me is email. Um, Facebook is is a, is a great way to stay connected with friends, and that's how I see Facebook. Um, Facebook is not the ASI uh, Facebook page. Um, I can do that, and I will in the future. Um, add a, a, an ASI Facebook page, possibly, uh, God willing, um, there'll be an ASI Facebook page, but for now, it's just my Facebook, me, Russ Shaw, um, and my Facebook. It's not the sexual addiction Facebook page, okay? It's just me as a person and uh, having my own personal Facebook page. So that's what Facebook is. So if you want to send me a message on Facebook, that's great, um, but again, that's to, to separate myself from the show uh it's just me in my facebook like i i don't uh, I, it's not the sexual addiction guy here's mr right um i'm just i'm just russia i got my facebook page if you want to be my friend you're a listener to the show i consider you a friend um i say another thing i say in the show is that um please tell me that you're a listener um 
because I, I don't really like to add friends that I don't know. I don't want to have a bunch of people that are on my Facebook page that I'm not familiar with. That I can't say, hey, I know that person. So that's just kind of how I do Facebook, and I don't want 10,000 friends. I can't keep up. <laughs> but if you're, uh, if you're a listener to the show, uh, I consider you a friend. So that's, uh, that is Facebook. Um, but, yeah, it's weird. It's tough with the messaging. Um, I, I get messages faster via email. So, that's how, uh, that's Facebook. This is a weighty commandment for me. This is, uh, because it goes to, it goes to grace. And this is part, if there's not one big um, flashing sign, which is the the cross of of Jesus Christ that, that flashes grace and give grace and love to others, it's this commandment. Because we all have jacked up parents. We were all wounded by our parents in one way or the other. I love that John Eldridge writes about this. He'll talk about the father wound, that we all have it, and all of us fathers will wound our children, and we need to be prepared for that, and we need to understand that. Um, Going right into the fifth commandment here, uh, this is, again, this is weighty, because we learn emerging norms, right? What looks normal, as kids, we learn that from our parents, and we start to grow up, and we start to see that, hey, maybe uh, maybe some of the stuff I learned, some of the stuff I grew up with wasn't normal, wasn't good for me. Uh, maybe the way mom and dad did life and the things that they taught me, um, understand that they loved me in their own way, but, man, I, I've got to uh, find new ways of relating, ways of coping, ways of uh, being me. Check this out. This is Pink Floyd. Hush now, baby, baby, don't you cry. Mama's gonna make all of your nightmares come true. Mama's gonna put all of her fears into you. Mama's gonna keep you right here under her wing She won't let you fly, but she might let you sing Mama's gonna keep baby cozy and warm Ooh, baby course, Mama's going to help build a wall. Um, so why do I play music like this on the on the Fifth Commandment, you may be asking, when we're supposed to be honoring our mothers and fathers? Um, what I talked about in the beginning was about grace. Um, our mothers and fathers have wounded us in this earth, in this world. That, that song, that whole album, Pink Floyd, The Wall, it's called. I love that lyric. Of course, Mama's going to help build a wall. 
um, Roger Waters talking about uh, addiction. This whole album was uh, the depths of despair that this guy went through um, facing addiction. And this is part of it. This is part of where we learn um, emerging norms, right? Heart-level beliefs, uh, places that we start to put our faith and trust in and just walking in life. And some of that's built on fear, man. And sometimes we just learn these lessons of fear and and shame and, and despair, and we get that from our folks. And so what does it mean to love your mother and father and honor your mother and father, um, as the Bible says, despite some of the... the the horrible things that happen in this life. And I, again, this the second part, maybe the third part of this commandment that I'm going to be talking about, I want you to email me. My name is Russ at ASI247.org. I'm going to go into some uh, interactivity with my audience here on, on honoring your mother and father and what uh, maybe this episode has, has brought to mind in your life and in your heart about how you've learned what you've learned to get you where you are right now. Um, I'm not into dredging up the past just for the sake of dredging up the past, but if you're in one place and you don't want to be in that place and you want to be in another place, sometimes you got to learn the habits and the, and the attitudes that got you to where you are. And a big part of that is learning it through honoring and loving your mom and dad, not you know, being grumbling about them, being mad at God for giving them to you. And I understand that too, man. You want to write me and talk about that, man? I'm pissed that my parents were my parents. I had to deal with that myself, okay? I was really not happy about the the relationship between mom and dad that I was uh, delivered into in this life. So I had to go through that myself. Um because you have to be real about that. You have to be honest about that. It's getting real about um, your relationship with mom and dad. Uh, So I just want to go over a few things about the fifth commandment. Um, First of all, faith and love and hope. And sometimes another big thing about mom and dad that we don't like to deal with is, is to just pretend, to pretend that everything was okay. Man, I love my mom and dad. My dad worked really hard and did the best he could. Mom, you know, loved me and in the best way that she could. Maybe she was a single mom. I was raised by a single mom. I, I get that. My mom was a single mom. My dad divorced when uh, I was a kid and my mom remarried, but you know, got divorced again. So, yeah, so single moms, man. How do you deal with that? She loved you. And, and I get that you don't want to dishonor her. And you shouldn't dishonor her. That's the fifth commandment. Don't think that facing hurt and pain in your life is dishonoring your mother and father. Um, I play those two songs because I want you to understand that um, loving them is, is harder than it looks. And and that's another thing about the cross, man. The cross is this neon flashing light that says, hey, God loves you, despite the hurt that you ripple effect into this world. You do. I do. I have hurt people. I have messed things up. And the cross of Christ is this glowing reminder that God loves me, despite myself. So, the fifth commandment starts the second tablet. Um... The two tablets that Moses brings down from the mountain, this is on the second tablet, and this starts uh, duties towards others. Um, the first set is is duties towards God, or not really duties, but attitudes towards God, worship of God, 
and how that worship spills out into other people. The reason the the shows I did a two part on the last episode, I'm maybe do two or three parts on this one. I'm not sure, but is because I I believe it's like a fountain. If you look at the Ten Commandments, it's like a fountain. The fountainhead is the top, man. Do you love, honor, worship God? There's only one God. Worship him, right? And everything flows out of that. So the fifth commandment is starting um, duties and social ethics. That picture of Moses coming down from the mountain with these two stone-engraved tablets. Actually, you know, he drops one. But anyway, uh there's a lot of disbelief in that, and I want to face that. I want to talk about that. There's some of you who are listening that may be atheist or seeking, or you're not really sure about faith and where you're at spiritually. And and a lot of the you know professors in college will say these are fairy tales and and stuff like that. This is just a myth, you know, the the myth of Moses coming down from the mountain with his tablets. And and um, here's the deal: can I prove it? No, I can I can say that this is old very old literature that people have based their lives off for thousands of years um, but can I prove it? No and and here's the deal don't think you're so self-righteous if you're an atheist uh, I love you, I'm glad you're listening you can't prove what you believe either and here's one of the, the biggest things that I'm, I'm writing this book and it's scattered amongst my computer but it's called The Three Layers of Identity and one of the things that I, I talk about is that everything has a genesis you want to get to the beginning the very root of everything. You're going to find out where stuff grows from. Um, a lot of professors and, and, and atheist college professors and stuff like that are going to say that the world, the world was birthed out of chance, out of happenstance, that it just happened, that we, that we won, won the cosmic lottery here on Earth, and uh, it, we're not special. It's just chance. It's just, you know, it just happened by random acts of energy that moved around in the in the universe basically uh i'm going to call some bs on that right here and say that if you go to the absolute beginning genesis of that thought of that idea you have to believe that everything was birthed out of absolutely nothing you have to start with nothing and move from there if you don't believe in God, God in the Bible in Genesis says, I'm the Alpha and Omega. I always was. And that blows our little minds because we can't wrap our heads around that. But honestly, even scientifically, you can't find the beginning of, of matter. You know, once we, we found a telescope that could break down atoms, like there's stuff smaller than atoms. You go out to the farthest links of the universe, they, they don't know how far it goes. We don't know where time started where time will end. But they had to have a start, right? No, there's there's God. And God is and always was. And that's the truth. And if you don't believe that, you have to believe that everything, everything in the universe was birthed out of absolutely nothing. And that's what you're placing your faith in. So I don't want to talk about science. I'm not going to sit here and debate you about different scientific, you know, things and stuff that happened after that. Everybody wants to talk about the things that happened after nothing occurred. I mean, let's go back. Let's go back to before there was gases in space, okay? So I just wanted to face that because I know that some of you roll your eyes at this image of of Moses holding the Ten Commandments. I get the the disdain towards religion, I do. But at the same time, um, what are you placing your faith in? Because don't pretend that you don't have faith because you do. You just place your faith in something else. 
I love you. That's th- that's the truth. Where are you placing your faith? Where are you going to be when you die? Because when you die, it's going to be a long time. Okay? You, you, your life on this earth is very, very short and very, very small. I just, I'm just pleading with you to take a look inside your heart and to find out that maybe there's something deeper. Maybe there is something spiritual going on. Maybe the spiritual world is really real. Maybe the Bible isn't just a book of fairy tales or just another book of religion. I pray that you uh, I pray that you go on this journey with me, that you ask some questions. Anyhow, the fifth commandment. God commands honor to honor. Honor God to honor others and to honor God's stuff. Um, honoring mom and dad is some of the notes that I've took from uh, from the class that I uh, I listened to at the Reformed Theological Seminary by Professor John Frame. Um, Reverence and fearing God is good fear. Jesus says, honor me above mom and dad, kids, wife, Jesus' deity, we owe God in reverence and the honor that we owe to mom and dad. I love that. Because they gave us life. Because we were brought through God, through our parents, into this life. And it's part of honoring our lives and part of opening our eyes and seeing that we are actually alive. That life is pretty cool. That today, you get to live and we were birthed through our parents and through that was God's plan and dealing with some of that hurt is is dealing with who God is and I pray that you do that again Russ at ASI247.org I, I, want, I want you to share your story about parents and God and theology with me um, I don't want to get too brainy. I want to know where your heart is. I'm not interested in where your brain is and all the things that you think about theology or the existence of God, but where are you placing your hope and your faith in? Where do you love? Where do you hurt? Where do you feel reverence? These are matters of the heart. Issues with authority. I know that one too. The family metaphor of mother and father show the structure of all psychological relationships. All authority structures and relationships develop mentally come through our parents. To a young child, mom and dad represent prophet and priest and king. Small c creators. Um, my authority issues. I, I, authority issues stemming from mother and father honoring mother and father despite themselves is tough Paul in the in, in the Bible is going to I mean he'll go into sins you know sexual immorality drunkenness and not obeying your parents I mean you know, murder uh, you didn't obey mom and dad a couple of different a lot of different occasions in the Bible where Paul starts these lists of sins and he'll throw in there hey you're not listening to mom and dad along with you know getting drunk every night and killing people, which I think is is very interesting. Um, I know there's teens that listen. I'm glad you're listening and, and honoring mom and dad. What does that look like? 
um, despite the fact that as teenagers we feel like we know more, right? I feel more. I get more. You're just numb, Dad. You don't understand. You don't understand me. You don't understand life. There's nothing that could be further from the truth. They do know a lot more than you give them credit for. Um, wanted to share a little more with you about uh, dealing with this and, and some of the stuff I've read, some of the stories that I've heard and sh- you've shared with me over the years via email. Um, one of the things that is heavy on my heart and, and heavy to uh, to talk with you today and to communicate with you today is that there may be some of you listening, young people that um, are at this time being sexually abused. And you may not see it as sexual abuse. I didn't. Um, I didn't when I was young. I, I just saw it as messing around and playing around. We were just, you know, just kids experiencing sex stuff. It's just sex stuff. It was, what's a big deal? Um, if dad or mom is engaging with you sexually, it's not okay. It's really not okay. This is not normal at all. This is not good for you. This is not just fun. This is not the way they love you. I don't care what they say and what they use to justify that, but if they are doing that, you need to tell someone. Um, you need to... Uh, Russ at ASI247.org, if you don't feel safe, um, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel safe to pick up the phone and call the cops, okay, if you have to. Or pick up the phone and call another relative that if you have one that you could call. I know that there's a lot of fear on this, and I know that you are afraid to talk about this. If you're going through this and you don't know what to do, and if you're, you're, I get that, man, and you're afraid to say something because if you say something, then the whole, I mean, this whole structure of what you've built life on could just come crumbling down around you, and it probably will. But God is real, and he is there, and he will see you through it. Because you need help, and the person that's doing that to you, they need help as well. That there's a ripple effect, that time keeps going on, and that this keeps continuing. It's going to get worse, not just for you, but for somebody else. And I pray if that's happening to you, that you have the courage to, to do something about it, to say something that you you need to do. it. It's not just courage, it's something that you need to do. You need to not ignore it. You need not to pretend it's okay. You need to stop listening to them lie to you and say that this is that how they love you. Don't don't tell mom or don't tell. I mean, maybe mom knows and she's deaf to it. But these are sick things that happen in families, and I'm not too um, naive to to think that. This isn't happened to some of you or is happening to some of you. You need to call the police. And what happens when you do that, you could be blamed. I was afraid of being blamed. I was afraid that if I said anything, no one would love me. People would see me as dirty. Nothing could be further from the truth. That is a lie. Don't believe that lie because I did. And that when you... Um, expose all this that it's somehow your fault it's not your fault what's happening to you is wrong when that person first started using you sexually that's when the sin occurred that needs to be exposed 
that's the responsibility that's starting this huge ripple effect storm that's going to happen when you confess this out what's happening to you it's not your fault it's that person that chose to to use you in the way they're using you or have used you so i just wanted to throw that out there cuz i'm i'm not uh I'm not so naive to think that this stuff doesn't happen as it does. I, I know it does. I, you know, We all know it does. We just try not to look at it because that's not pleasant and it's not honoring mom and dad to maybe say something like that. Um, but, man, stop faking. I love you guys and this stuff happens. Um, repentance is a heart condition, Right? The part of what I'm talking about, a part of uh, overcoming sexual addiction, is repenting of uh, what we're doing. Try, the reason you're listening to the show is your heart is repenting. You're looking for answers, right? You're trying to figure out how to stop being sexually deviant. I get that. I've been there. Help me stop, because I don't want to do this anymore. That is a that is a heart condition of repentance. And it's it's learning how to love more unconditionally. And maybe you're not in that situation that I just talked about. Maybe it's happened to you in the past. Um, I get that. I've I've got emails from people who you know have been there. I've heard stories of people who don't want to bring their grandkids, uh, you know, to grandpa. Right. I love my dad, but I can't bring my kids over because what dad did to me. I get that too. So how do we love through something like that? Giving unconditional love to mom and dad despite their sinfulness. Um, It takes one person to forgive. It takes two to reconcile. Do you understand that? You don't forgive and forget. You forgive because that's something that God commands and it's also something that's good for your soul. The more you have this pent-up anger towards someone or this, you know, filled with all this rage and bitterness towards your parents, um, it, it's, it, it sits inside you like, like rot, like something that's poisoning you from the inside. And when you can forgive them, you release them of that. And it also starts to move you towards unconditional love. Now, reconciliation is something that happens between two people. That to, to be re- to be reconciled in a relationship, you you don't just go to someone who's abusing you or has abused you, and uh, you know just expect to be buddy buddy again. Expect to bring the kids over to be babysat, right? No. Reconciliation is different, and it's it's a, it's a heart level relationship between two people that says we can we can do life together in these terms but not based on bitterness or you know but based on on love and forgiveness and and moving towards reconciliation i hope that makes sense it's part of honoring mom and dad is to forgive them and i know that's this is difficult again russ at asi247.org if you don't believe me, if this pisses you off, man, send me an email. That's good for you. Good for you to talk about this. Maybe I'm stirring up some of that stuff in your heart. 
Maybe what I just said just lit you up, man. Russ at ASI247.org. I want to hear from you before I do the next episode on honoring your mother and father. Because what this really is, a fear of commitment if you're single, um, the fear of intimacy if you're married, it's not understanding um, unconditional love. It's not understanding covenant relationship. Because that's part of honoring mom and dad. You have a covenant relationship with your mother and father. They will always be your mother and father for the rest of your life. You get married and you have kids and you get divorced. Whether you like it or not, you're still bound to that person you were married to and you did have kids with because the covenant of parenthood. We have the same covenant relationship with God. That's about grace. That's about the cross. That is where God is not this religion-based set of do's and don'ts, but he actually loves us. That He's he wants us to do our duties, right? The second tablet. Because he loves us. Because he's father. Like a loving father. Not that we clean up ourselves and then present ourselves before God like he's the boss or something. Like like we're, you know, lining up our resume for some job and we're going to get the job. If we can present ourselves good enough to God, then maybe he'll love us. That's not the way it works. We're in covenant relationship with God. That's what the cross means. That's who Jesus is. So, I love you guys. I'm going to leave the show right here. Russ at ASI247.org, part two. I'm going to go through some of your emails and talk about some of your stories. And Man, I love you guys, and, and I pray that this stirs up some heart water for you. And remember, I'm not a counselor, right? I'm not a pastor. I'm not a psychologist. But I am a friend who's been there. And I know you need a friend in this this time and and that's why I do this show because I've been where you're at and it hurts and there is a ripple effect that happens and life is continuing out and that's all we do all the time is we're constantly spending this emotional intellectual and spiritual energy all the time that's who we are that's who we will be today is how it's spent so again it's not dredging up the past to, to bring up past hurts and to to play the blame game and blame our parents. No, I'm talking about honoring our parents and being someone that uh, that's more whole, that that's a worshiper, that's understanding authority and structure and loving despite the messed up, jacked up wreck that may have been our families in the past. It's learning to forgive, learning to love, learning to move forward and not focus and dwell on the past. The surface, superficial life is kind of like that song by uh, Joe Walsh, just looking down the well and seeing the clear water on the top. That's great. Um, but I'm, I I did this show and I'm, I'm waiting for some response to, to stir up some of that stuff at the bottom of the well, right? Some of the sediment that's maybe sat down there because behaviors I mean there's all this stuff and talk about trying to fix behavior well behavior comes from attitude attitude comes from the heart because see we come up with our own conclusions about relationships we come up with our own conclusions about covenant and unconditional love and how we relate to 
the social world with other people from who we are and how we love. And life really is 20% the things that happen to us and 80% how we choose to react to it. And that's the truth, and I I used to end every show with that. Um, My email address is russ at asi247.org. Again, engage me on this, and I'll be talking about it in the next show. I love you guys. I'm going to leave you with a song uh, by 6 a.m., kind of keeping this this heart attitude and some of what came out of Nikki Six and and dealing with his own uh, addiction and his own dealing with the past. The song is called Van Eyes, which also happens to be the porn capital of uh, the United States. It's realizing it's not about a place. It's not about people that we uh, grew up with. It's not about our parents. It's about what we choose to cut that comes flowing out of us. Some of the blame can be some of that. I pray that maybe this show can help uh, loosen some of that stuff. But what comes pouring out of us continually all the time, that emotional energy, that intellectual energy, that spiritual energy that's flowing out of us all the time, that's how we worship, and that's how you will worship today and for the rest of your days. And me as well. I love you guys. Till next time. Bye. I don't want to die out here in the valley waiting for my luck to change and I just want my dad to know that I finally made it everybody gets high everybody gets low everybody gets And if you don't want me to share your story on the show, I won't. But uh, Russ at ASI247.org, I'm an ear to listen. Love you guys. Bye.